Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando, your host. Let's go ahead and pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. We're reading an interesting article that my wife sent to me. It's a psychological study. It's called The Secret to a More Productive, Creative, and Flexible Workplace or Meeting Place. Thank you, cars, and whatever else makes them smile. M&M's, too. Articles by Jerry Goldsmith with Sean Acor. In a psychological study, 44 internists are given a hypothetical patient file, 44 of them, including a misdiagnosed from another hospital and asked to decipher the medical problem at hand. Half of the doctors also received a bag of candy to be eaten later. As thanks to for their participation, the other half, instead getting medical journals to study ahead of time, no sweets are dispensed. Surely the better prepared doctors outperform the candy recipients, right? Wrong. The doctors who are primed to be happy come to the correct diagnosis twice as fast as those who are thinking in the medical mode, says Sean Acor, former Harvard research and author of The Happiness Advantage. The message here is not that the doctors love their butterfingers or even that rewards induce better behavior. The takeaway, Acor's asserts, is that happy people outperform neutral or miserable ones every time. I can give you a sad test a Sudoku puzzle, a crossword puzzle, or any of 15 different tasks all require intelligence. A prime and prime you to be in a happy group, a neutral group, or a, an unhappy group, says Acord, citing a study of 65,000 business people. The happy group will outperform the others every single time. Putting this finding to work does not require a full-scale HR overhaul or aggressive benefit program. During the abysmal tax season of 2008, Acre managed to significantly improve the happiness and productivity of a group of tax managers at KPMG simply by asking them to do one of these tasks during the workday. One of these tasks. Jot down three things you are grateful for. Write a positive message to someone in your social support network. Meditate at your desk for ten for two two minutes, excuse me. Exercise for ten minutes. Take two minutes to write down in a journal the most meaningful experience in the past twenty-four hours. The participant means score on this life satisfaction scale. a metric widely accepted to be one of the greatest predictors of productivity and happiness at work move from 23% on a move from 23 on a 35 point scale before the training to 27 4 months later a significant increase writes acor harvard business review just one quick exercise a day keeps these tax managers happier for months after the training program had ended Happiness had become habitual. Okay, let's go over those things again. What's going to make us happy? Exercise for 10 minutes. 
Meditate on your desk for two minutes. Huh. Write a positive message to someone in your social support network. Jot down three things you are grateful for. Take two minutes to write down in a journal the most meaningful experience of the past 24 hours. Interesting. I, I myself, when I read that, I thought it was the whole thing. We do everything. So everything is doable. The fact that the tax managers maintain high levels of happiness after the study ended lends credence to a psychological concept called the Tetris effect. Yet this is a real thing. In 1992, a University of California psychology professor studied why Tetris players see visions of shapes falling and rotating in their sleep. Richard Hazer's research showed that the brain's that the brain works overtime to master new skills, replaying scenarios and working out solutions while you sleep. But that wasn't even the study's most interesting finding. In first-time users, Tetris significantly rises several glucose metabolic rates, meaning brain energy consumption soars, explains writer Jeffrey Goldsmith with Wired. Yet after four to eight weeks of daily doses, GMRs sink to normal, while performance and increase sevenfold. An average teacher trains your brain to stop using inefficient gray matter, perhaps a key cognitive strategy to learning. Is Sean's Acres hypothesis that small daily acts that inspire happiness can have a similar effect? Training your brain to recognize and feel happiness without hardly breaking a sweat. The end of the article. Let's go over some of those points again, see if we can get them in, in our hearts and our minds. Let us jot down three things we are grateful for. Okay, let's do that right now. Let's see what three things I'm grateful. I'm grateful it's a quiet Saturday morning. Oh, I'll be quiet. Okay, write a positive message to someone in your social network. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put you on pause and come back and send a text to somebody. Okay, I'm back. I couldn't find the guy that I wanted to send a text to, but I sent it to another one and told him that he's a walking literature person of the material we read in our class, in our meetings. He's definitely... Uh, supports and he's our treasurer on the Friday night and he's I told him thank you he's always asking me if I need any money <laughs> you know to uh, seven tradition to pay back for the things I buy for the uh, for the meeting room there's so many times I buy things and I just don't hesitate to turn in the receipts I just that is so much work so all right next is meditate on your desk for two minutes Okay, let's go ahead and do that.
Boy, that was a long two minutes. I'm standing, sitting outside of my porch on the, um, got my feet on the bricks. It feels good. Sitting down here. Exercise for 10 minutes. That one we will have to do after we hang up. This is make appointment to get out there and walk around and do some exercise. I'm thinking of the uh, rebounder. That should do it. Oh, by the way, if you have machines out there, let's make it a point that for the next eight days, if you haven't touched them in the last eight days, go ahead and make it a point the next eight days to um, get on the machines for at least two minutes on every machine for the next eight days. Okay? That's a suggestion. I need to do that myself. Take two minutes to write down in a journal the most meaningful experience in the past 24 hours. That brings out a good point. I don't really have a journal. I can make a journal on my computer here and start out one. I have the uh, pages of the iPad, and that would be significant. So I can even start writing it on uh, and paste it, take it over there. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you so much for coming on here today and tracking with me on this. Especially write down in two minutes to write down in a journal the most meaningful experience of the past 24 hours. For me, the most meaningful experience I had was uh, this past week running so many meetings. One, one day I, I ran three meetings or I participated in three meetings, I should say. Um, and then yesterday, uh, Friday night, I had, uh, and Friday in the daytime, I had the opportunity to make coffee, flip pancakes in the morning, take the stove out there to the park, and run a meeting that I organized, a writing meeting. And then we had pancakes and a lot of laughter, a lot of participation, and making memories. Then we had meditation meeting at 9. That was very significant. And I picked up a sponsee uh, in there. And I'm very happy for that one. Because I believe I can work with him really easily. And, um, and then I went to the night meeting. And uh, I was elected to be the uh, run and introduce the speakers. And normally I'm always, I hide to find others to do that too. To help me out and get other people's feet wet. Thank you so much for coming on here today and, and joining me in this exercise. Let's go ahead and pray out with the uh, seven-step prayer, please. My Creator, I am now willing that He should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go off from here to do your bidding. Amen. I just wanted to ask, um, have you, any of you tried different skills in different areas and later thought about it and then went at it and easily put it together? That's what the article was talking about, that we, while we're sleeping and thinking about a situation, we're able, as long as we put our hands on it and touch it and try to do it and think about it and, and how is this thing done, 
how do we put this thing together? The mind will help us imagine it. I guess it needs the diagrams uh, and um, the touch. So thank you so much. I love you. God bless you. Give them heaven. Talk to you later.